Niche Reacts. I am your host, Emmy McDonald, here with my co-host, Alex Martin. Hello. Oh, my voice. <laughs> we were again just talking shit. <laughs> like we were last week before. Talking shit as if we didn't see each other, uh, what, three days ago? Yeah. Yeah, we changed over the weekend, guys. Um, we have mm -hmm. now been to the Eras Tour. Yeah, so, we're different now. We're different. We've grown. We're sick change. now. Um, yeah, we mostly just can't talk because we, I, <laughs> I immediately like strained one of my vocal cords. Yeah, screaming. I was like, oh, it's just from screaming, and then I was like, oh, I'm still. <laughs> it turns out I'm sick. The opening song is "Cruel Summer," and I screamed like my life depended on it. Um, and I watched back the video that I took of the two of us, and man, does it show. You sure can tell. <laughs> um, we will have that. Uh, I think we're going to have a Niche and Potatoes, you know, standard uh, written issue coming out um, within the next couple weeks about our experience of the Eras Tour. So if you're still into uh, the written word, please feel <laughs> free to check that out. Share it with your friends and family and all the people uh, in your life who don't have tickets to the Eras Tour. <laughs> and uh, with that, shall we jump in? We are here to talk about Yellow Jackets. So uh, Yellow Jackets season two, episode seven, titled Burial. Are you ready? I'm ready. We're, we're coming to the end. We're coming to the end. That's right. How many episodes? Nine? I think nine. Nine. Yeah. So we're getting close. We're getting close to the pet. Well, that'll mean this coming week will be the penultimate. I think we still have two pretty big episodes ahead of us. Yeah. Uh, this week was a big one. So we start with a cold open. Uh, we get sweeping shots of the canyon covered in snow. Um, reminder that the it has been snowing since just before Shauna gave birth. So seemingly a while. Um, the girls are all kind of sitting and staring in silence. Uh, and Lottie in particular looks absolutely feral. Yeah. Lottie is deteriorating. Yeah. Yeah. She like really physically. Yeah. Yeah. She looks I like mean, she's definitely mentally. But... Yeah. Um, and then sh on the mental deterioration note, uh, Shauna is refusing water and also seemingly uh, speech. She's just not talking. Um, she's not drinking or eating. Um, after the snow finally stops, Shauna goes out alone to bury her baby. Um, then we get the theme, and this week is the first time, I, I believe, that we've ever gotten a different version of the actual theme song. Um, but we got a very toned down version this week, um, and there's kind of extra like distortion in the uh, sounds. Um, and there's a bunch more of that skipping kind of VHS effect. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and we can kind of talk about this as we get further into the episode, but by the time I had watched the end of it, I kind of went, oh, okay, because this is really, this felt like an episode that really made the point of the past and the present kind of converging, right? I mean, it's called burials. You know, and it's a, a lot of what we see in this episode is the girls talking about, you know, what they've repressed from that time, um, what they're holding on to, what they haven't let go of, what's still affecting them. Um, 
and you know the ways that they're all kind of like still trapped in this and so the i think the theme song was kind of meant to like set us up for that that we were kind of you know that they they're kind of having their come to jesus moment this week right yeah. of like what they remember and what they don't and what happened and what they're choosing to ignore um, i did at first i was like oh is this gonna be like some distorted reality because they've been doing that right like with the vhs kind of like the lines mm -hmm. i don't know what it, what you would call like the static yeah for ben mm -hmm. when he's kind of like in his memory and i was like oh is this whole episode going to like end up being like a like a trick right right like a like a where like you get to the end yeah. it's like it's a joke everyone was dreaming yeah thank god i hate that i i yeah. really that's and like they've kind of done that once already so i was like that'd be weird when was that did, or when they do the thing with shauna where the baby is alive oh right like, right oh yeah that would have been a lot like back to yeah. back to be like yeah <laughs> that's true um yeah so uh and so then we're we're we come back and we're in the woods and ty and van are having a conversation about the baby um and van says that even if he had made it his mother is starving they're all starving and van basically says that everybody needs to just like get real with what's going on um and then van and ty have a tender moment where they basically both say that like the other one has kept them alive and that they're you know saving each other keeping each other holding on and i love them i am i just love them i think they're so stinking cute um and then we're in the present and the gang's all together and uh we kind of see the you know opening Taisa immediately is like have you guys joined a cult um <laughs> and then van is about to leave present day van is about to leave the purple people because she's just not buying Lottie's shtick. She's not into it. Um, we find out Lottie being in Switzerland was over a decade ago, which was helpful for me personally, because I was like, did she like, being that they didn't know that she was back, I was like, did she just get back and like get this cult up and running? Like, I was like, so, because when they do her flashback in the earlier episode, when she like screams for getting on the plane, and then you can like get the sense that she was in wherever right. she was in Switzerland, she was young, and I was like, you you all really thought she was she's been in there this whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe we don't know what's to come and whatever, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. So I mean, Lottie was wherever she was, you know, for I mean, that's at least fifteen years because um, yeah. I think they're this is 25 years after um yeah so somewhere around there which is a long time to be uh institutionalized um then so ty picks the renewal therapy uh shauna picks self-care van eventually caves because thaisa kind of gives her like a knowing look and van picks forage um which i immediately was like that's the only one that i was like what the fuck is that like <laughs> because the, everything else is a everything else is a noun and van like all of a sudden picks a verb and like not a verb that makes really any sense to me like i was like what is i was like you're gonna pick forage after right. your time right. foraging <laughs> does right. that seem really haven't you foraged enough yeah. Um, and then Lottie's like, well, all that's left is guidance. So that's my favorite. Go for it, Misty. Um, and the gals all give up their phones. Um, then we're back in one of Ben's dissociations. 
wherein his boyfriend uh, picks up a phone call and says, no, he isn't ready, and then refuses to tell him what that meant or what's going on. And in our notes, I just wrote, Ben gon' die. Because I was like, I this think is... I said that out loud. I was yeah. like, well, this is it for Ben. For yeah. Sure. Like, he's not ready. Yeah. Okay. Like, mm, okay. Mm -hmm. I really, I really thought Ben was going to go this episode. Uh, spoiler alert. He doesn't. Um, Paul, the boyfriend, kicks Ben out of the kingdom of his own imagination. And <laughs> Ben goes outside screaming for Paul like an absolute loon. And everybody looks at him and is like, what's going on and he says i'm gonna be just fine uh <laughs> babe no you're not <laughs> absolutely not, not uh not not on the inside not on the outside it, no um back in the woods a uh, few of the girls are talking about misty within her earshot um and at first it's like nice and complimentary of her delivering a baby in the woods skill set um, and then the tenor changes, and Mari basically pitches the idea that Misty killed Crystal, and points out that if Crystal was really missing, Misty would be out there looking for her after the snow has stopped. Um, I mean, she's right, yeah. but she continues to just be kind of the worst. I know, just a thorn in your side. I know, but honestly first time Mari gets points for me for being like useful and or helpful. Yeah, because she's correct. <laughs> um, I was really glad that she took a moment here to like use her deductive <laughs> reasoning skills. Um, then Misty, who is obviously trying to cover uh, for this suspicion, uh, gives a speech to everybody saying they need to go look for Crystal. And Coach Ben has, I guess, to ward off death, shaved his face. Um, and seemingly decides to finally be an adult and agrees that they should form a search party. <laughs> this just ticked me off because it was like, really, Ben? Like now you couldn't, you couldn't get it together before we had an in-home birth in the like not well-appointed cabin, you know? And you know what we will discuss that comes to be like Ben's arc of this episode. Like it makes sense to me that he's like coming to be like kind of like, all right, Lemo, this is the end for me, right? But I, this whole season, I've, I've kind of just been like, what is the, like, what are we doing with Ben's character? Right, right. And it's, because it's not a lot, and it seems to be, like, just kind of, like, leading to his demise. And it's like, is he going to go out with a Ben? Like, is there, like, what, like, just what is the point? Right, right. What's the point of Ben right now? <laughs> Sorry, ben, ben, why? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, like. I, I really thought he was going to be gone before this, and I'm honestly a little bit annoyed that they've dragged him out this long, because it's like... Because they're mean, not doing anything, really, with the plot. Like, he's not, like, moving the plot along. There's, like, I don't know what they're doing. Right, right. He's just kind of sitting there, and it's like, I mean, he. I just felt like it would have happened by now. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe they're holding out on it for, like, a thematic reason, but I'm just yeah. like, you know, it, he's got to go. Like... It, Anyway, I mean, I love the actor. I think he's like, yeah. I think he's very talented. And Nothing I like against him. But, but yeah, but it's just you? like, we just, to have a character who is doing nothing but experiencing existential malaise, which they are not acting upon in any direction, yeah. is just kind of like, okay, we get it. Like, yeah. um, there's just so many other interesting things going on in this show that it feels a little bit like lackluster. Um, then, 
there's a conversation about what the wilderness quote unquote wants and whether it's giving the team some people in exchange for others. Um, Lottie notably does not think that's the case. She says, you know, it wouldn't give us two lives in exchange for two other ones or something like that. Um, she has everybody do their weird little prayer circle. And then after the search party leaves to look for Crystal, two of the B-teamers have a sort of preemptive conversation justifying how they'll eat Crystal's corpse, which was lovely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you knew it was coming. Yeah. I I thought it was really interesting the way that they did it because it was this whole thing of kind of going like, well, and not that I want to, but like it would be a yeah. waste if we didn't, right? But like there was a kind of tenor to it of like they were i mean they're already counting her dead big time yeah. and you know they're like well not that i'm looking forward to it but like we kind of have to like that they're going out of their way to like talk about I it before yeah about it yeah. yeah they're they're counting their you know cannibalism chickens or whatever yeah. before their eggs <laughs> you know you get it um Shauna still seems pretty traumatized by her dream of the girls eating her baby and cleaning up the cabin. She throws her bloody birth blankets into the fire while she has flashbacks of that terrible, horrible nightmare. Looking for Crystal, Lottie and Ty have a conversation about Ty's other self. Um, because Lottie makes a comment about, you know, Ty's sleepwalking self knowing where Javi was. Um, and Lottie says the other Ty who existed when Ty sleepwalked isn't gone. And that's not a bad thing, Ty. Um, which Ty seems to disagree with. I mean, it feels bad. Yeah. Bad to watch. Yeah. She's spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's interesting because, I don't know, I tend to think that, like, I mean, Lottie does have this air about her, right, where she has this, like, she seems to have some sort of knowing, right? Like, mm -hmm. she's always the one who's kind of the final word in these conversations about, you know, what the wilderness wants, what this entity is. Like, she obviously, you know, and she has some connection to it that the other girls have. But then sometimes she says things like that, and I'm like, I would love to know what other tie is before we make that judgment call. Yeah. Like, it seems a bit like, hasty to be like, it's us. fine. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, it seems like, Lottie, you know something that I'd love for you to share. Right. Right. Lottie, would you mind sharing with the group? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, because it does. It's because Lottie is so sure of this. And yet at the same time, like other Thaisa has a notably and noticeably malevolent feel to her, right? Yes. Like she doesn't, you're right, she feels bad. Like you look at the look yeah. in her eyes and you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, which we kind of get to that a little bit later. Um, so we can circle back, but. Present day Ty is then painting a building with a teeny tiny paintbrush and asks Lottie <laughs> to cut the bullshit. Um, these are the least patient women alive because by now we've watched all three of them try to bail on their tasks. So Shauna's got Bruce the goat, Misty's supposed to get in the deprivation tank, and by this point in the episode when Ty bails, she she's the third one to try to get out of her like 
thing. And it's like, ladies, painting, just buckle up for like five minutes. Painting a whole house with a small paintbrush is something I would do just to avoid like one task on my to-do list. Honestly, yeah. It's just having ADHD. Like, welcome, yeah. to, the, welcome <laughs> to the show. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. It seems kind of nice. Like, I, it, it yeah. seems... It, it's like an adult coloring book you know like the spaces are so tiny that you really have to concentrate like, like also what else are you gonna do right you're in the fucking wilderness you don't have a cell phone and all your friends have been like shot all over to corners of this you know weirdo estate yeah. like just paint, paint the house them. everybody always they all want results immediately where it's like yeah. you know gals have you considered that maybe some of the reason you all have baggage is because you expect it to just like deteriorate even with like you know what i you mean can't do, like, you can't just spend one second not like it's like that thing was like they always have to be like doing something or getting results or they have to like actually think about right what happened to them and that would be too much which is like a you know drama right but yeah they're like sharks they stop moving and yeah. they die like they, they just like can't fucking do it um so Ty then admits to Lottie that she's sleepwalking again. And when Lottie says that the other Ty had wisdom and this like profound connection to the wilderness, Ty says, but my, what? yeah, she's like, but other me wants to hurt my family. And Lottie responds, she might not want to, she just doesn't want to be suppressed. She's still a part of you, Ty. She will always be a part of you. Which was interesting that they put these two scenes like, back to back like this um and i think again like that sort of speaks to the ethos of this episode the way that because we don't normally get scenes like that where it's like here it is in the past here it is in the present yeah. and we're basically having the same conversation over again but it's really about you know like how little these women have been able to heal from what they experienced and how much it is still haunting them you know yeah and ty like literally feels like she's being haunted yeah ty's got a ghoul inside of her it's super yeah. scary and, yeah and she's like she has wisdom you're like what like again like what like what are you what do you know that we don't like right. because it doesn't feel that way right and, I, and it I, feels I, more sinister than she just doesn't want to be repressed right it feels like a it feels like a ghost right <laughs> But I do, I thought that angle was really interesting to be like, oh, okay, so, like, that's the sinister feeling that we're getting off of her is mm -hmm. just that, like, you know, I mean, if she is whatever, like, some, you know, the physical manifestation of Thaisa's trauma, right, that, like, that's what she's angry about is that you've been, that you've been burying her to, you know, take from the title of the episode for all of this time. Um and that you won't just right because Thaisa has that like super constrained you know the yeah. thing that um you know we've talked about a fair bit because it's the thing about Thaisa that drives you crazy <laughs> but <laughs> this very like constrained regimented solution oriented thing like Thai is not a feelings person so it would make sense that you know I mean it's basically you know it, it's her version of um like multiple personality disorder which i know yeah. is like a disputed you know thing but it, it's kind of like that like this is you know sleep tie is where i mean they call her other tie i call her sleep tie but <laughs> sleep tie is like where thaisa can experience like 
what she's you know her feelings and what she's trying to do and like really i mean if you think about it like most of the things that she does right like she kisses van because we know that that's what she actually wants to do um in the episode where they're at van's apartment um she makes that weird little shrine which is probably meant to be this very like visceral representation of her emotions like she's really just getting into the shit in a way that waking Thaisa can't yeah and i guess you know with that in mind it makes sense that she would stop while she was like participating in lottie's kind of like circle and chants and all that stuff because in some way she's allowing and allowing herself to like right feel and and be in that space and that that she would stop right are we therapists i think so nailed it two phds in psychology and psychiatry right another thing we did this weekend yep (laughs) it was easy um so yeah so lottie says this um she smiles ty looks horrified ty just looks like what are you even saying to I me? I mean, Lottie's just floating around this whole episode saying kind of slokey, spooky things. Yeah, kind of outrageous stuff. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Misty, present day Misty, comes across Shauna in the woods uh, where Bruce the goat has gone missing. Um, I mean, I, I love a stupidly named animal. Um, the fact that this goat's name was Bruce was really special yeah, for me. perfect um yeah great stuff um misty makes a joke about adam uh shauna's murdered lover that turns into a little tiff where misty says shauna is ungrateful for everything that she's done for her and uh more or less shauna says misty's a psycho is pretty much the gist of it um it doesn't really amount to much of anything but it's the first time i feel like we've seen these two interact in this way yeah it did seem to hit misty in a different way than it had than it has because you know this is not the first person i would in this season or i would assume has ever told misty that she's yeah a psycho but it seems to like land in a way that like hurts hurts misty yeah i I, and especially because i think she's like you should be grateful to me which is also like a very misty right thing yeah and and it's one of those arguments that it's like neither of you are wrong like, you're right. Shauna is being yeah. ungrateful that you made yourself an accessory after the fact. And uh, Misty, you are more or less unhinged and should <laughs> probably be, I don't know, looking for something. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there wasn't a lot of takeaway except just like, man, you both got each other pinned and don't know anything about yourselves, huh? Like, mm. um, misty <laughs> theme of the episode theme right. of the season <laughs> the, theme of the yeah theme of the series perhaps is just like wow we can really call out other people and then just you know not look in the mirror um misty past misty is then out searching so again we have another set of scenes that kind of mirrors each other right we're present day misty with shauna in the woods then we're um past misty out with akila and mari in the woods um, she puts on this terrible crying performance that Mari doesn't buy at all. Um, you know, talking about how she's worried about Crystal and yada yada. Um, it's, re- I mean, she lays it on thick. This was an episode where Misty just had me on like the edge of my seat because I was like, you're going to do something that's so embarrassing or cringy. Like, I just felt like it was at any moment, 
I was just gonna like be so uncomfortable past or present yeah yeah I was just like oh this is one of those misty episodes where you're like oh just stop so misty then hides in on that note misty then hides in the trees um (laughs) pretending to go back to camp um and then when Mari and Akilah walk away she says I'm not going to let them eat you Kristen um at which point we immediately cut to Ben who is also out looking uh and he just straight up face plants in the snow um and that felt like a moment of foreshadowing to me yeah again it comes to naught like um but yeah getting frustrated falling down in the snow which like you know and again i appreciated ben stepping up and like maybe ben wasn't the person Ben, ben like really you have you know at home crutches made with wilderness supplies and you thought you should just go like a by yourself like yeah ben make a better decision um shauna goes out the shed out to the shed uh to talk to jackie's ghost who she cannot make appear um and she just sits and sobs alone um great performance by sophie Melise. um yeah just really excellently done full sobbing crying snorting she's killing it yeah she's somebody give her another job after this um i mean i can imagine this one is pretty demanding so maybe someone give her like a rom-com or like you know i mean but i love that she who you know she's playing young shauna who adult shauna's our girl melanie that she's doing i feel like she's like matching yeah melanie's like skill and ability which is great to see yeah um I love that. Yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. Very much so. Um, so then current day Shauna brings her goat back to the barn and says, this dumb idiot ate some rope. Um, I love her. She's so good in this episode. So good. (laughs) Yeah. She is just absolutely distraught about being told that she has to care for this goat. She's not interested in doing it. She doesn't understand how it relates to self care. Um, they ultimately make the point, but honestly, I still don't think it's self-care. Like, that's not what we're getting at here. You're still taking care of a goat. Um, so when she's told to figure it out herself, she goes to Lottie. She's um, like, I have no phone. (laughs) uh, And Lottie tells her, no, Shauna, you're not going to have to kill the goat. That's not what we're doing. Which this made me think, did you hear about that news story? It was somewhere in the Midwest and it was like some 4-H group or 4-H style group like did a thing where they gave kids animals. I think they were sheep um, or goats. And the idea was that like you have to raise this thing until slaughter and it's supposed to like teach you what it's like to be on a farm and you know like we all know that kids who are raised on farms like learn that stuff a lot sooner right it's a fact of life yeah but some like seven-year-old kid got attached to her goat or sheep and didn't want to give it back and her parents were like we're not gonna make her kill like yeah whatever they sent the police to come pick up this girl's creature and then take it back and kill it. They like the police. Yeah, the cops got involved to kidnap and like just the idea of like a screaming child being like, "You took my pet!" And like, not only is he not like 
going to a farm upstate or going to, you know, goat heaven, but like, you know, that they're going to take him and kill him and turn him into goat steaks. Like that's traumatizing. The Midwest is over policed. Spread the news. I just, that blew my mind. That just happened. Like within the past month. I just feel like you could have sent meaning no one, (laughs) but I know you're trying to like teach the children responsibility and everything, but like the little girl loved the goat. Leave her alone. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't think it's a bad I idea to like look. raise. I it's 2023. Right. <laughs> also, is that really the lesson we need to be hammering Like, on? is it really the worst thing in the world if you have like one kid in the entire state of Iowa who has like an abundance of compassion and empathy? No. Like, I, I feel like y'all could use it. I feel like we all could use it yikes i know horrifying anyway everything's a nightmare um shauna starts crying as soon as lottie tells her she doesn't have to kill bruce um and she admits a bunch of stuff about her relationship with her daughter basically saying that she's always been afraid to love her for fear that she'll be taken away um which is obviously a very literal repercussion of the trauma of the baby that she lost in the woods um Lottie might be a therapeutic genius. I don't know. This seemed to work. I mean, I, I still mean, don't see how it seemed to be working. Yeah, like I still don't see how it's self-care, but like she did it. Like she got Shauna to say some. So this felt too like it kind of closed the, you know, narrative on what we saw from Shauna. I think it was last week. Um or the week before in the police station, right? Being like, I never wanted to be a mom. Yes. And, and and we had a conversation about, you know, how did you take that? Did did she mean that? Like all of that kind of stuff. Um, and it seems like this is kind of the response, the response to our question, they edited it in just for us. Um, yes. But yeah, I... like Shauna said, you know, basically she didn't want to be a mom because she was so afraid of it going horribly wrong again because it was obviously yeah. so terrible for her the first time. This is a bit of a sidebar to like something I should have said earlier, but I was like, when she was like, I'm gonna have to kill this goat, I was like, why is that your first thought? I was like, nothing about this, like, nothing about like the purple people or this environment screams to me, we're gonna make you slaughter this right go maybe she also has some 4-h trauma like that sad little girl i don't know i that's true i don't know i I, but i I was like oh like that makes sense you know after that like you you, we get this kind of like dialogue to be like i was afraid that she was gonna like something was gonna happen to her i was was like oh that's why you're immediate Right. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to slaughter this goat. Because I was like, girl, what? Right. This thing is sweet and innocent. And the minute I get attached from it, you're not only are you going to take it away, but you are going to make me the one that hurts it. Right. Um, And I think that that's part of it, too. Right. Is that Shauna feels, you know, as much as it's not her fault, uh, she feels responsibility for what happened to her baby and you know and like we know that shauna scares herself sometimes right in the same way that thaisa can scare herself in the same way that all of these girls can kind of like except misty misty's never freaked out by what she does <laughs> misty is only freaking people out right for herself yeah misty is doing the freakiest shit out of almost anybody and then looking at them like what i don't understand why are you looking oh at are we almost to the where we get to die watch this like a uh 
I'm forgetting like the how the arc of events, but are we almost to Misty's weird sequence? It's next, and I have so much to say. <laughs> um, so a very over it fork girl finally gets Misty into the deprivation tank. Poor girl, she is just poor girl's like, who the f are these women? They are dismantling my piece. Yeah, like, can you just leave me alone? And then Misty has what I thought was Alex's nightmare trip. Can I list off the things that happened just in the first four seconds? Yeah. Musicals, giant hey. birds, hey. mascot costumes. Hey. I, I was like, these are all, like, put this on an elevator, an enclosed elevator, and this is literally Alex's, like, seven I mean, I mean, I think I would actually really hate to be in that tank. <laughs> it's very elevator-like. I mean, this was so weird and i loved every minute of it it was absolutely fucking incredible it so, reminded me of um twin peaks acid and I, think, oh. <laughs> I mean and i think it was into i think that's why they had the like red backdrop in the tronic like, i think it was like a ten oh, maybe that makes a, sense. an intentional kind of like nod it was very peaks. it was very david lynchy insofar as yeah. it made just like no sense no sense and it's like a moment article. like when you watch if you ever watch twin peaks like there's an episode where it's like you're either going to be like this is the weirdest shit i've ever seen and i'm never watching the show again or you're going to be like or you're going to be like this shit i've ever seen and i'm gonna push through right and i was like this moment exactly and i i loved it yeah it was weird the, the show needed an episode that had some levity yeah to it yeah um, well, and it was and fun to get like a fun version of dissociation yeah. instead of Ben's dissociations, which are horribly depressing. Um, Misty yeah. just basically like, I mean, she's just fucking vibing in here. Like, I, again, it's all of your worst nightmares, but <laughs> which I thought was so funny that I was like, oh I mean, my Misty's god, Misty and nightmare. Alex, like the Venn diagram of Misty and Alex is two separate <laughs> circles. Like they have no overlap. All if of Misty's I... interests was in the wilderness with misty and she was singing show tunes you would have pushed uh, her off the bridge i would have snapped for sure yeah um so then misty has a heart to heart with the human version of her bird caligula which i mean what a sentence to even write really just like what that actor heart to heart with the human version of her bird the bird is named oh. caligula which again like mwah. yeah yeah and that actor he's familiar i think he was in Girls. Broadway actor. He was in Girls. Okay, yeah. that's where I recognized him. From. He was like he's the been... boss, the like yeah, with that like public yeah, yeah. He's a that guy. You've definitely seen him and stuff. Um, so Caligula tells Misty, "You're not a murderer. You're a closer." <laughs> Just <laughs> oh I loved so God. much. I love so... that so much. Just like. like you're a closer that's yeah. what they can say to athletes i got i got i'm gonna put that in my repertoire and next time one of us is being a bitch i'm gonna pull that one out because how incredible um then walter um elijah wood morse codes her what i can only assume to be i love you over the telephone um which she swoons about so good for them um and then uh, once she returns to reality, she goes to the kitchen of the Purple People Lodge and calls Walter, um, first apologizes for pushing him away, and then basically tells him, like, you know, I'm into you, call me back. 
Um, and then she does one of the funniest bits I've maybe ever seen, which is she does the, no, you hang up first. No, you hang up first thing <laughs> by herself to his voicemail. Oh, gosh, Misty. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny. It's so unhinged. I just so the whole phone. Imagine, imagine getting that message. <laughs> she just like giggles to herself while she's doing it. Too. She's like, "No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. <laughs> okay, bye." <laughs> but but most importantly, not a not funny note. She says, "What what you like? You were right about the thing." Yes, and that I will we will touch on at the end. Okay. Yeah. All right. <sighs> I got sidetracked by just the pure comedic gold of that moment. <laughs> um, just Christina Ricci, like this is my favorite thing I've ever seen her in. She is so crushing it. She's so good at this character. Yeah. Like I, I mean, it's like hard to look at her and remember that she's not actually Misty. So yeah. good. Um. So then, past Misty climbs down the cliff, cliff where Kristen slash Crystal, uh, was her body. Um, and after some like frantic snow digging for all of, I don't know, 10 seconds, she can't find her. Uh, and she says, I'm sorry I tried. And I was like, girl, not really. <laughs> like, <laughs> But Kim's earning. Yeah. If she's really not there. Yeah. Yeah. Did she walk away? Is she just under the snow? But Misty just kind of like doggy paddles into the snow. And like, there'd be a lot of snow. Yeah, like, I don't know. She just, like, doesn't try that hard. So, anyway. Um, by the time she climbs back up, Ben is standing on the cliff's edge. Uh, and he asks Misty to push him. Um, and Misty tries to get him not to jump. This is going to be quite a list. Tries to get him not to jump by telling him, first of all, that they'll eat him and she'll savor his high-calorie butt meat. Uh, <laughs> that when they get saved, she'll tell the world that he and Misty were in love. She'll tell the world that he impregnated Shauna and tried to impregnate the rest of them. And then finally, that she'll tell the world that he's gay. And in response, seemingly to mostly the last one, just glossing over the rest of it, Ben says, go ahead, tell them. Um, so... I mean, the thing that we are getting is that Ben, in his final moments, has decided that life really might have been too short to live a lie. Um, but yeah. and to me, that was. I did still feel flash. like we could have done that in four episodes instead yes. of seven. But anyway, when we get like the in the earlier part of this episode, when it's like flashing back, and you, and what's what's his um paul partner's name paul is like no he's not ready yet right that's to me what he was talking about like no he's not ready to tell everyone oh. that he's gay and so that like that closing that like there was supposed to be a, like but i'm ready now like like just what you said like it wasn't worth living this lie but i'm ready i don't care anymore yeah um i was torn on what paul meant by that because at first it felt like that was something that had actually happened that like i think, it might, I think that might be why they broke up yeah, and, so and we know that. that. Yeah, we, we know saw that. that. Right? Okay. We saw That's that scene. I'm gonna make that up. Yeah, no, we yeah. saw that scene because um, he basically he asks Ben to move in with him, yes. and Ben's like, "I'm gonna have to quit. I'm gonna have to do all this stuff. I'm not out the way that you are." You know, da 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 da. So that was my first thought as well, and then I thought maybe it that was supposed to be Paul talking to like I don't know the big God or whatever, and being like he's not ready to die. 
So yeah. I wasn't sure. It's a double meeting situation. Yes, it could have been a little double entendre, yeah. um, which is interesting. But uh, Misty bursts into tears and says a bunch of things to try and get Ben to not jump Misty. over the cliff. Uh, and then says, I can't have another death on my hands, which like, girl, just go ahead and incriminate yourself, I guess. Um, and then Ben finally steps back from the ledge. So... I, I didn't think he was going to step back. I didn't either. I thought he was going to. And I thought they were, all the girls were, like, Misty was also going to have to, like, take the fall. Yeah. For for Ben. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, you're, like, really not in a good place here if two people go missing over the same cliff with only yeah. you witnessing it. Um, so, yeah. I, I also, I mean, I'm not really sure what Misty ultimately said to get him to step back no. from the ledge. And, and maybe it's that he said, go ahead, tell them, and then he didn't really feel it in his bones and went, okay, fine. Maybe he's not where he thought he was. I don't know. Um, so I'm just, I'm curious what is to come of Ben, Ben's character um, in these last two episodes. I, I still don't see him making it to season three. That was going to be my next question. Unless there is, again, some, like, larger piece of the puzzle that we don't really have. Yeah. Yet, in which Ben is going to be a major player. Um, but he was he was such an important part of season one. Yeah. It felt like. The way he kind of, like, you know, got everyone. Like, it was he just felt like an important part of, like, the system. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was and, the supervising adult, right? Yeah. He was somebody for them to look to to be like, are we, like, doing this okay? And, like, now and he just, is like, just, he's fully been like, eh, they're fine. Apart. Yeah, he's fallen apart. But they're, I don't know. It does feel to me, and maybe I'm wrong, um, and this is a great thing to say on a recorded medium um, that has a backlog, but it feels like this is the only prediction that we've made that, like, isn't, hasn't come true yet. Like, things that we were like, I'm sure that next episode, I feel like we've always always been right. For every episode. About Ben. Yeah, every episode we're like, Ben is not long for this world. I really, really thought he was he was going. But anyway, moving on from Ben. Um Ty goes to some rock that has a bunch of lit candles on it, which is wild. Um, and she puts her wedding ring on the rock. Um, and then she finds Van, um, who makes a joke about marrying that rock isn't gonna fix your problems. And (laughs) I laughed. I thought that was funny. (laughs) Um and then she finds so Van is sitting there getting drunk instead of doing her healing shenanigans. Um, and they sit and they're having a chat and Ty says, I just can't believe I'm back here. And Van says, making offerings to the dirt. And Ty says something like that. And I called it. They smooch. (laughs) Um, And then, so they like make out, um, pretty aggressive make out here. Um, They really, they were both jonesing for it, I think. Um, and Ty kind of intimates that she, the way that I understood this is that like, she wants to be with Van, but they're going to have to wait out the end of her marriage. Um, cause she says it'll be a while before we can, you know, and then we find out that Van is literally dying of cancer, which was devastating for me personally. Devastating is another element that I'm kind of like. Like, just an interesting choice. Yeah. For her character and for, like, the arc of the show. Yeah. I, like, really didn't see that. Yeah. 
coming at all yeah and like it is not just dying of cancer but dying of cancer imminently like she tells yeah. ty well i don't have time i'm dying i have months um the thing that this made me think about you know through the lens of of trauma and healing and all of this kind of stuff um is like i think we tend to think of people who have had, you know, traumatic things happen to them, right, in this way of being like, you know, and not like we personally, but there's sort of this conception of like, oh, well, like, you just got to get over it or whatever. And it's like, I mean, we see all of these things happening to these women, where, you know, they've still got all of this unhealed trauma that they're dealing with. And on top of it, like, life is still happening. You know, the, I mean, Van's wife is in a coma. Her son is seemingly hitchhiking halfway across the country because we don't know where he is. Um, or Where's his dog. Sammy? Um, <laughs> make t-shirts. <laughs> Milk carton kid, Sammy. Um, but, you know, the woman that she's always loved is now dying of cancer now that they've, like, finally reunited. You know, like, Ty has... Now she's got shit on top of her shit. You know, Shauna might go to prison. Like, it's yeah. like, you know, they've got all of this other stuff that's still, like, life doesn't stop for you to, like, get your shit together and do your healing, right? Like, they're still putting other things on top of it, and there's so much going on. And, I mean, it made me, I just, like, it made me so sad. To just like they're finally yeah. gonna have their moment and like and it also life just won't just let them have it you know or the show in general and like this moment you i think there's a tendency for people and, and to feel like oh well one big bad thing has already happened to me right i what have my odds? i got my one big bad thing That's yeah it. i got my big bad thing and my like what's like i'm maybe i'm good Right. And to have, like, that kind of blow, you're like, for all of them, you're like, fuck. Right. Like, the punches just keep coming, and, and that is life, right? Just because one right. that, you know, that doesn't work like that. It's not a trade-off. Right. Um, but you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, You know, do any of these yellow jackets have siblings? I've thought about that before. They all seem to be only siblings, which I think is weird. Only children? Yep. <laughs> That is weird. That they can't be. I mean, you know who does give me as an only child big only child energy sometimes is Shauna. Yeah. She's and they, I think they've explicitly said that she's an only child, I wanna say. Or like it's been pretty heavily implied. Yeah. Lottie also gives me only child vibes. Yes. I think just because of all the, <laughs> the brooding like, silence. Kind of stuff yeah, the, the just being like, I no, mean, I'm walking away. I do have only child energy. I'm not really painting myself particularly in a great light here, but... All of these people are nuts, and I identify with all of them. <laughs> um, now, yeah, I mean, Nat... Nat feels to be like she probably has, like, an older brother who's, like, seven years yeah. older and doesn't really give a fuck and has never really been around. Um and I think Jackie has a sibling. Like Jackie, yeah, I feel like she has a brother. Yeah, Jackie strikes me as someone with a sibling, but not again, not one that she's like super close to. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. They none of them seem really to have talk siblings. about it. 
I, hmm. we don't really talk about their families at all. I do think Lottie and Shauna might, I think they might have like kind explicitly, of explicitly yeah. said it or like really kind of like. No, did Lottie have a little sister in the flashback? When she was like eating, now I'm like having like a recovered at dining memory. table? That dining table, and there was maybe like two. No, she had a maid. <laughs> Yeah, she's an only child. Which, spiritually, <laughs> if your younger sister is young enough, you know, is the same. Because you can just be like, clean this up, and they'll be like, okay. <laughs> no, I've never found that to be true. My sister would be like, no, you do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyways, that was a big sidebar. But just interesting that none, they, we don't really ever, besides Jackie. Right. And we get some of the family in the backstory, but it's not like we are in their adult lives are we like really right yeah we're never really seeing their their parents their mothers their you know any of the other people that would have been impacted by this right it's very it's very localized like it's very much about them um so it would be a lot to add in yeah especially because we are doing past and present um it would be a lot to to also add in, you know, that many additional characters. Um, but it does kind of feel like it's like the, the the plane that crashed is a plane full of young women who raised themselves. <laughs> like The one who has the mouse, is that a- Akila? Yeah. She has a sister. She like, has a she's sister. A nephew that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and we do know that Thaisa has a grandma um, who we watched die. So she had a grandma. She doesn't anymore. I didn't um, mean to laugh. I didn't think that was going to be her next sentence. <laughs> anyway, um, we're getting yeah, really off You know, course. the old, the old dead grandma punchline. Um, <laughs> loaded. All right. Um, so yeah, life sucks and the punches keep on coming. Good takeaway. Yeah, there's no, I had no like, other point no upside no Um, lottie is then back at the psychiatrist now this this might be my favorite scene of this episode so i want to pick this apart with a fine tooth comb um lottie is back at the psychiatrist telling her that now that more of the girls are together she's even more sure that the entity right it wants them together um and you know, they're kind of discussing that and why Lottie feels that way. And the therapist says, when does self-repression serve us? It could be that this reunion strikes a primal chord in you because in the past, when you were with these other women, you were free. You were your truest, most authentic self. What is standing in the way of you embracing that again? And Lottie says, you know, they hurt each other, people died. And the therapist basically says, you know, no risk, no reward. Um, Before turning into the veiled antler queen, who says, does a hunt that has no violence feed anyone? And Lottie is not at the therapist's office. She's in her own office alone. Ah! I like had the sense that something was up as soon as she gives that advice and i'm like that's not a sound advice well and also they showed the therapist this week which is notably yes. different from last and week. i'm convinced that it was not a directing choice that that, that woman just was busy <laughs> including 
And they just had to use like a fill-in in the back of her head. They were That's... like, we're gonna ADR this after the fact. Just do the vote like just do the voice. Yeah. We're just gonna I'm shoot it from an empty chair. What happened and that there was no real point to that. I, like, I love made that as a conspiracy like theory. <laughs> but she was just like busy. Especially being that that shot would have taken all of six minutes for them to film. That makes that that much funnier to just be like, she was busy. She had something somewhere <laughs> she to be. She couldn't be there that day. Um, yeah. Really. Really spooky. So spooky. And, and at this moment, Lottie is horror struck. Like, yeah. she is like, oh, what the fuck? Because one of my thoughts, like, have you ever been to this therapist? Right. Right, yeah, like, I was, like, like I, I had the thought of, like, does this therapist know, like, the whole backstory? Like, it feels like there are things that she doesn't know. And I'm kind of like, oh, well, then, like, well, maybe it's, like, has, since the therapist has switched, when this, this woman's, like, oh, he's, like, busy. Right. <laughs> I don't know, on a sabbatical or wherever he is. I was, like, oh, has this all been in, a, like, a delusion? Oh, interesting. It's, like, new therapy, like, all of this, like, you haven't really been All of the advice going. you're getting, yeah, right. Because, I mean, it hasn't been the best advice. <laughs> well, and it's it's interesting, right? Because it's like, the advice taken out of context yeah. wouldn't be so bad. But it's just knowing that, like, you know, it's, she's talking about it like it's this freewheeling and fancy free, like, group of teenage girls yeah. who have always hung out together and, like, used to be their truest selves. And it's like... You they are implying, people. yeah, you are implying that her truest form involves eating human flesh and making blood offerings to the wilderness. Like, and so, I mean, this, this scene really got me because again, of that thing where it's like, Lottie has this, this kind of air of knowing something and of being connected to something or whatever. And then when shit like this happens, you're like, Oh, does Lottie just think she knows all this stuff because she's getting fed it by whatever connection that she has to this entity and that it's like, it's telling her one thing and she's assuming its motivations are, you know, pure and good and all of these things. And really, like, it's just the friggin' antler queen, like, you know, this discussion particularly because she specifically says when does self-repression serve us and like the phrasing that she used to when she was talking to ty earlier was about like the other you doesn't want to be suppressed like maybe she's not you know maybe she doesn't want to hurt your family maybe she just doesn't want to be suppressed and that's again what we're talking about here right is the repression and suppression and the therapist is like just like let it all go and then she turns out to be the antler queen Who's like, yeah, go eat people. Do it. Fucking do it. Bet. That's like, oh, Bet you won't. like, Ty, you have to let that other person out. Is that her? Or is that like this, the antler queen who like wants. Right. Right. Just like hunt, quote unquote. Right. Um, yeah. What's, I mean, it's because I don't think that Lottie's motivations are like malignant, right? Or, or yeah. nefarious. But it seems to me that Lottie is assuming that whatever is communicating with her, you know, especially Lottie in the past, um, but even in the present, right? Like she's she's going off of the feelings and assuming that like, oh, well, this is a good thing because I can feel it. Like it feels like, you know, or, you know, like there's the, the, she's assuming some sort of good or pure intention 
And then, like, when she realizes she just imagined this whole thing and the Antler Queen is her therapist, she is like, oh, no, this is so scary. Yeah. And immediately after that is when she finally goes to the girls and she's like, you know, I think you you all need to leave. And this is, you know, last week she was totally different. She was like, they're all coming. I think it wants us together. I think this is a good thing. And now it's like, oh, it all wants us together and that's bad. You should go. Yeah. You know, like she's finally figuring something out. Um, I don't feel like it has good vibes. No. It seems real another, scary to me. I have another sidebar full of tangents. Today. Yeah. Whoever came up with this like imagery of the antler queen, it's phenomenal. It's so, it's so spooky and it's so good that like glitter, it, it almost seems like. I know it's probably not like glittery, like glittery mesh, but that's kind of what it like looks like. It has like yeah. the jeweled like mesh. I don't know. It's it so almost cool. looks like chain mail or something, yeah. like chain mail fabric. Like, and the curls are so spirally curled. Like they're like in the, they're just these like two little chunks of hair on either side that yeah. are in these like perfect spiral curls in this way that makes it, you know, now looking at it makes it pretty clear that it's not a literal representation of like what one of the girls in the woods would look like like they don't have curling yeah. irons out there it's so good it's so good and it's kind of nothing you've ever really seen before mm -hmm. right like that i mean that imagery of like you know antlers on people and all this stuff like it has this sort of like scandinavian you know folklore feel yeah. um but i don't know like it does feel like something that could like come from the canadian cool. wilderness and you'd be like what the fuck? <laughs> like yeah anyway it's so good just wanted to say that yeah i haven't no. said that yet great excellent call out um not a sidebar at all a related point <laughs> so then nat is gathering everyone in that sort of like community space and she wants to talk about their growth and whatever and they're all boozing behind her back um which i also just thought was another like great little scene um and, you know, and again, it's underlining something that we've talked about the last couple of weeks, which is like, Nat is like doing some serious personal yeah. growth. And, you know, at one point Shauna says like, oh, Natalie, you know, Scaramuccia or whatever her name is, like, she's telling us not to fuck around, really. Like, so they all get Nat to agree to just kind of hang out and they're all chatting, listening to Florence in the machine. And Lottie comes in telling them that she thinks they should go home and with very little pushback, they all just kind of rope her into the hangs. Um, and finally, the gals just get a moment of like goofing off and having a nice time. It was it was nice. I liked for the 30 seconds that this scene was happening. I enjoyed it. <laughs> you knew it wasn't going to last long. Yeah. But... I was like, oh, wouldn't it be good if the episode just stopped here? Like, <laughs> This was an episode. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but I thought it was going to end at like multiple different moments. Yeah, I this episode felt like we got a lot of really short scenes. Yeah. Um, and obviously the show cuts back and forth, but like there were even some things that I just like, this was the first time I ever really like condensed our notes in a way where I like didn't name specific scenes because there were a lot of scenes that were literally just like, a yeah. couple of frames like one exchange of dialogue and like they were just setting up something that happened later um so it felt like there were kind of a lot of 
natural endpoints. Yeah, so it's like with the antler, like that last thing was like, oh, yeah, that, that could have be been it. it too. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it just kept going. Um, yeah. And everything that came next was also still good, but you just kept being yeah. like, oh, oh, is that are we are we ending scary? No, are we ending happy? Absolutely not. Never um, on the show. <laughs> not yeah. Um, and then the next scene that I, I also, I mean, we'll get to it, but I also thought it was going to end after the next scene. Um, so once they all start kind of gossiping and everything, Misty says something about that first summer. Um, mm -hmm. And everybody is like, you know, oh, you just want to talk about when we like fucking lived in the wilderness. Were they there for two summers? I don't know. Like that's. I'm starting to get really curious about how long they were been. out there, how long they were there. What's this time? Like, and I think we talked about this a few episodes back, but as we progress and we get into the third season, cause it seems like we jumped some time in, in the nineties cabin wilderness. Right. I'm like, how long were they fucking out there for? Like, we don't really, that's not like super clear. I don't think and it's like, how are they going to keep? Yeah. They crashed. I think it was the, was it the fall when they crashed? They were all going to school, so it couldn't have been the summer. Yeah, it must have been the fall. And they, they were, were gonna get far enough into summer. the school year that they were at championships for soccer. Soccer is a fall sport, right? Yeah. I think so. So it would it, it probably was like September, October. And then, okay. And then it's winter now. I don't know. I'm like getting a little confused. I mean, I don't time. know if they're that's just much as my very long winded way to say that I'm personally confused. Yeah. And I'm like, how long were they out there? I mean, for? I just wrote in our notes, all caps, were they there two summers? Because when yeah. she said that first summer, I was like, wait, it, what? Implying that there was another one. Right. Implying that there was, in fact, a second yeah. summer. Um, so, anyway, nobody else wants to talk about it um, until until somebody else brings it up that's not Misty, uh, which is classic. Um, but they kind of start having a conversation about how much they don't remember, um, which is a, you know, again, coming from a certified, um, you know, LCSW uh, psychiatrist, psychotherapist and psychologist myself um, is a textbook trauma response. Um, uh, is it illegal for me to claim to be a I was just saying, you should say that. Yeah. Disclaimer <laughs> that you are not that. Disclaimer, I am in fact none of those things. I'm an unemployed writer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they all, so yeah, they basically are all talking about how they just have these like massive gaps of things that they don't remember, things that are kind of a blur. Um, trauma. Uh, and then they all start dancing to a song you know van is like i'm not gonna talk about any of this shit van turns the song up and it transitions us back to misty humming in the cabin um and shauna cabin shauna asks where misty heard the song and misty's like what and it seems to trigger something i guess it was also playing in shauna's dream this was hard for me to pin down I think because I like don't know this song. Intention. I don't know the song either, but yeah. I think it must have. It it clearly triggered like something yeah. up in Shauna about that. Like, yeah, in past Shauna for sure. Yeah. yeah. So she hauls off and punches Misty, um, <laughs> and she's screaming about how she saw them all kill her baby and eat her baby. And Lottie steps in uh, and just gets punched square in the face. 
Uh, and then steps up as the punching bag, telling Shauna that they need her and to let it out. And Shauna just roundly beats her to a pulp. Um, nobody in that room seemed worried that Shauna was going to go too far and kill her, which absolutely, I mean, they all are just like, okay, like Lottie said, she was, you could I beat her up. So like Matt could, kept like, Looking. Seemed like she had this, like, or, like was looking around, like, had this, like, I thought she was going to be the one to, like, be like, that's enough. I don't know. I found, I, there's been a lot of dark stuff in the show. Yeah. That was really hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was really, it was really intense. And when they did that shot where they were behind Shauna and yeah. the blood is just, like, flying up on impact, um, and I mean, Lottie looks like it's, you know, yeah. her face is immediately swelling up. She's bleeding. She ends up coughing up blood. Her teeth are all covered in blood, which is always a thing that makes me just like, huh. like, and maybe that's meant to be, you know, sort of setting up some of the like group think stuff that's starting to happen where it's like, you know, somebody steps up and says they're going to do it. And so they all just are kind of like getting into this pack mentality of like, you don't stick your neck out unless you're Lottie, in which case you literally yeah. stick your neck out all the time like it's your job um but yeah so shauna beats the crap out of lottie and this scene of her doing that is intercut with the adult versions of the women dancing in the snow to the same song um and none of them you know having this moment of being like oh this is the song that made shauna beat the shit out yeah. of lottie this is the song that you know like none of them having this association which really kind of underlines like yeah. just how much they have buried yeah, you know buried. and i think it was like so i mean like, they're just oh, experiencing pure joy this is the thing that shauna does not remember doing yeah um which oof. yeah i don't know it's just like it was so i wanted it to stop obviously yeah. it's just like was so yeah it was so hard to stomach. Yeah, yeah. and you know that obviously she's not going to kill her, but it was like, yeah. it was the kind of beating where in any other show that you hadn't already seen the adult version of this woman, you would be like, oh my God, she's going to kill her. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, it was really, really bad. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Shauna doesn't remember, I think we can safely say Shauna doesn't remember doing it, but even the fact that like Van turned up the song, it's like, I mean, it just kind of doesn't seem like any of it because no one's like, no one's looking at each other like shiftily. No one's making any, like they're just having fun dancing in the snow instead of being like, oh, snow, this song. Hey, does everybody remember? I don't know. What would be one of the most traumatizing nights of a lot of people's lives? Like, it was like a good, it was a, it was a reminder of like, oh, so many traumatizing things have happened to these girls right just like day in and day out while right. they were out there that like you just could not right your brain can't you could hold not carry it. all they could not hold on to all of that yeah 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 because yeah. it's it's the de very much the kind of thing where it's like you know the way a situation like that gets referred to from the outside is like yeah their plane crashed and then they were stuck in the woods for months and it's like you know very rarely would you consider all of the like small you know not small but like daily interactions between these girls and their survival that would be like so hey i mean it was presumably within the last couple of weeks that like 
they just delivered a baby among their myths that didn't make it. Like they, I mean, it's just all piling on top of each other. They need, they need so much therapy, and it also, doesn't seem like any of them have gotten it except Lottie. And it also came with electroshock <laughs> therapy. I also, I'm just, it's occurring to me now. I think when the plane crashes, it's the spring. Okay, that's what I, I was think, thinking. Because I thought I just were... assumed, and like maybe this is just like a weird plot thing for them that they didn't think about because i'm pretty sure soccer is a fall sport should we text our friend know. who was on the soccer team but like it maybe doesn't with champions, it doesn't matter but i think that they were there <laughs> that's a that's good thing what, only i would hold on to you to know be. what yes because they were prom was coming up yes and it was prom and they were in the and they were like in it was that just lake, before the end of the school year and then like when they take the mushrooms i think that was the fall or when not mushroom when missy drugs them right that was the it fall. is mushrooms you are correct yeah it is mushrooms and i just like made that sound like it was like like a like light a fun, fun thing choice they all, that did they made all together and they were drugged um anyways that was just me that just is reminding me of when i thought that that moose just froze <laughs> now that i'm saying it i feel really dumb no, no, that I'm not. We watched it quite some time ago, but yeah, I had thought that it was this. I had thought that it was the spring, and then I was like, "Did we really already go through a whole summer and fall?" And I guess we must have. Um. So okay, so the second, if there's a second summer, it's upcoming. Um. Anyway, uh, the dancing in the snow circle, um, which is interesting because we also get another like aerial shot right of the compound but this one is is obviously you know localized to the circle and in this case it's very like nice and happy and everyone's having a good time but they can't just let us have it um and they get interrupted by a call from jeff who gives a coded message a message to shauna being like oh my god do you remember um they've found adam's body that was supposed to be buried and then Cutscene, roll tape, episode's over. And my first thought was that Walter, I like, I was like, did Walter tell the police? Okay, bad. I you said Walter, and I immediately assumed we were talking about one of the dogs, and I was like, what do you think he's doing <laughs> out there? Walter's not a human that's name. Walter. Um, oh, oh that's interesting. I mean, I mean, he doesn't seem like someone who would be in cahoots with the police yeah just as i mean lives on a houseboat and pretended to be the fbi so that doesn't scream oh god i i just remembered they chopped adam up didn't they yeah because he doesn't even say they found adam's body he actually says they found his remains uh and that's why because he's in pieces i just like don't you're telling me that those two i think my thing was like you're telling me that those two cops found yeah Tweedledee and Tweedle fucking dumb no 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 chance that's why I was like oh fuck was Walter like is Walter gonna be like a person who I mean you know that's the right thing to do if it is him and he to tell you know but I was like that would really damage Misty's uh already completely damaged yeah and I feel like I mean given the conversation seem... that they had last week right where he was like listen if right. you're it a murderer that's fine like that would be so sad if it was maybe him. someone overheard the message you know like maybe it like they had yeah. like my immediate thought was there. like oh you guys just did a shitty job trying to get away with this murder because so far none of you are good at being criminals. yeah that could just be 
<laughs> I mean, from what we've seen of Shauna's attempts at criminality, hasn't been great. Um, and, you know, I would have some faith in Misty, but they pretended to be the FBI on a houseboat. So no one's crushing it. It's definitely a, a crime. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 100% a crime. Way more than me saying I'm a social worker. <laughs> You know, sometimes you just feel like lying, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I don't know, but... God, if we get a Shauna goes to prison storyline, that'll be enough. I love this show. That would be enough to make me bail. They can't do that. Yeah, they can't. I don't want that. I'm not interested at all. Um, what if it's Jeff? What if Jeff goes to prison? <laughs> I mean, Jeff, what if he did? Jeff takes the fall? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I just, I don't know how Shauna's going to get out of this. Mm -hmm. Because. It's looking pretty bad. Yeah. Everything, I mean, she did it. Right. But. Everything she has tried to do to get herself out of it has seemingly only buried her deeper. Um, and it seems like finally this next episode, if I'm remembering correctly, the preview I really didn't. I just watched this. Um, I really am struggling with today. Um, it traumatized you. You're forgetting things out of a trauma response. <laughs> that they're going to tell, tell the other women, the girls, that they killed Adam. Which again isn't funny, but. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what you've been fucking doing? Right. Murdering. What does Van say? She says something like murdering lovers and yeah. committing some other sort of crime that they've been doing um yeah van does not seem to take it well um i mean sure. it which is interesting right that they even are like gonna loop in the rest of the girls um and i mean we can talk about it when we when we get to all of that but that would certainly speak to their i mean in some ways their trauma bond but they're kind of yeah. like everlasting team mentality to be like well now four of us are in so why don't we just Implicator. let's all get in on this accessory let's have another game. thing we have to lie and keep secret as right. a group. <laughs> we already have so many just add this one to the list and then that preview is that the preview where they're like girls are like running in the woods and they're oh i don't like that that to me looks like the first yes. hunt um I wish you all could see some of the faces I make. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of wide eyes. <laughs> just like anticipating what I know is coming. I, I was just going to describe it by replicating the face. So that would have been <laughs> super helpful for an audio. Oh, video. We do talk on video so we could, but no, sorry. No, no, no. we do way too much recording at 8.30 p.m. Uh, for me yeah. to ever let anybody see the video feed of this. Um, so... And I'm not going to learn how to video edit. I've already had to self-teach so much to get this thing out. I already had to become a therapist. <laughs> I had to become a podcast editor and a therapist. God, I work I'm so hard. Sued. Huh? We get sued. <laughs> Whatever. I'm losing the thread. I'm losing my grip on this day. All right. Um... So that's it for this week. Any closing thoughts? Any final thoughts? Any any other words to proceed the word thoughts to wrap it up? <laughs> Concluding no. thoughts. I think that's a perfect conclusion. All right, perfect. Put a button on it. Uh, um, so we'll see you here next week. 
uh, if we didn't just absolutely lose you with the, the, that insane sidebar. Um, thanks for being here. If you have any uh, nagging theories, suspicions, you know, whatever, leave them in the comments. We're always happy to, to chat. Um, yeah, and as we approach the end, yeah, if there's anything else you'd like us to react to. Yeah. Show. I actually think it would be kind of funny to watch and react to a show that's been around for a really long time, like it was new. <laughs> Bonanza. Uh, anyways, that's probably not funny. Now that I said it out loud, <laughs> we have to go. <laughs> the Andy Griffith show. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, perfect. Uh, we will see you here next week for the penultimate episode. And um, in the meantime, don't eat your friends. Goodbye. Bye.